Hey listeners, Quincy here, coming at you with a new episode of The Left Lead. Today you are stuck with just me. We're gonna spend some time today. Um, it's been a really interesting day already. It's only 10 o'clock, and it's been an interesting day. So, I want to preface this episode before we get started. A couple weeks ago I turned 24. And um, at one point, kind of like around my birthday, I'm like a YouTube surfer, you know, like I try to stay off social media quite a bit. Like I either like, I like kind of binge and purge on social media. Um, it's, I'm just trying to find like a balance. But anyways, so when I'm like trying to stay off social media, but I need background noise or I want to like, you know, whatever, I, I go to YouTube a lot and I'm listening to a lot of podcasts, obviously. And, um, a YouTuber, I don't follow her, but it just, like, popped up, and I found her. Um, she did, like, a 25 things I've learned in 25 years to, like, celebrate her birthday. I was like, oh, wow, like, I could do that. That's kind of interesting. That'd be kind of fun. And, um, I guess you would call that type of person an influencer. And so, I kind of, like, chewed on this. I was like, should I do this? Should I not do this? I'm not trying to be an influencer. I don't like the idea of being an influencer and I don't want to be labeled an influencer seen like that's what I'm trying to do so I kind of put it off and put it off I just kept thinking about it and then finally one day I was like oh no like I'll do it I think that'd be fun and I made a little list of my 23 things or 23 my 24 things because I turned 24 and I just let it sit there and sit there and I'm finally ready to record it and I, you know, told myself I had downtime today. So I was like, okay, you're going to record it today. And then I was like, okay, well, I have other things I need to do first before I can record. And one of my things that I wanted to get done first uh, was my Bible study. I'm in a new Bible study. And um, oddly enough, it was about influence. And so I just wanted to preface it a little bit with what I just learned um, about influence. So, we live in a world, obviously, where I just feel like the word influencer is everywhere. I mean, we all know an influencer on social media. We all follow and look to these people, and that's great. I think it's great to have influence. I think if you're somebody who is an influencer, you've been given a grand responsibility, and you need to be careful with what you do with your influence. And, um, anyways my Bible study, that's what it was about. It just kind of reassured me that, you know, we are either A, always being influenced by other people. Well, I think both. We're, we're both. We're being influenced by other people, whether we like it or not. And B, we are influencing other people. And so just kind of filter what you are taking in, um, who is influencing you. And this can just be people in our lives that we hang out with and our spouses and our family members and it can be good or bad influence nobody's perfect you know I'm not saying they need to be perfect but just kind of make sure you're checking um things you know stop and think about who's influencing you right now think about what you've been influenced to do because of outside you know other people and just kind of reflect on those things and kind of um look and see if it's fruitful, if it's not fruitful. Um, anyways, I just thought that was interesting. I thought I'd share that with you guys, that, that little tidbit. Um, let's get started. Like I said, 
Uh, we're going to be doing 24 things I've learned since I turned 24. And a lot of these things are, oh, I don't know how to say it, common sense. I know that sounds so stupid, but like a lot of them are common sense things that I feel like we've been told since we were little kids. And I just, I don't know if I thought I was smarter than all the adults and I didn't believe them. Maybe, but it's just like, oh, okay, I get it now type of thing. So number one, I didn't have this wrote down as number one, but we're going to do it since we just covered it with that little preface. Yeah, just be careful of who's influencing you, who's around you. I, I can look back at times in my life and see why I acted and did things a certain way. And it's like a direct uh, connection between who I was around and hanging out or whatever but you know everything happens for a reason <laughs> we'll just make that number two <laughs> um you know we go through and hang out with different people in different seasons of life I think all that happens for a reason um I, I truly do and I actually had that wrote down on my list and I'm gonna have to cross these off as I go along so that I can make sure I'm not repeating myself one second I'm sorry so unprepared. Yeah, I just, I truly believe that everything happens for a reason. Um, I believe that this is God's will. And I, that's just me being able, like I said, a lot of these are coming from, I can look back and connect the dots and I can see why I acted that way. Kind of talking about that, in, you know, connecting that to the influence thing. Like, why I acted that way, why I hung out with that crowd at that time, because it showed me lessons. I mean, that's, I just believe that to be true. I mean, everything we go through makes us who we are, and that is something. So now let me actually get back to number one, since we've jumped around, but I was just trying to tie everything in together. I know, fabulous job, right? So next one, follow your intuition. Um, I do look back at times where I wasn't following my intuition and those were the roughest seasons of my life. Uh, your intuition to me is something also that I believe God supplies for us and that is him working in us. And when I went through bouts of like depression in the past, like my intuition wasn't there. I was so far away from my faith and I just couldn't it, my intuition didn't exist. It just wasn't there. Like, I look back and I'm like, wow, you should have tucked your tail and ran from whatever, you know, situation or people, that type of thing. But I was just so lost, you know. And I think that's the mental health thing that I was referring to when Blaine and I were talking about his story. And at the end, he was like, oh, what's your advice? When I said, like, you're not healthy when you are in de you're depressed, like, that's what I meant by that. You, you, your brain just flat out plays tricks on you. Um, when, especially when you're in depression and like mental health is an issue, you're just so far away from that. But um, yeah, and I just follow your intuition, follow your gut. That has gotten me so much further in life, following my intuition and following my gut versus following you know, the person standing beside me or whatever. And that, once again, ties into that influence thing. I seriously, I can't think of like one instance right now, but I just know it's true um, for me that there's been times where I think 
and my gut tells me to do this, but like I change my way and do it somebody else's way just because of their influence. And a lot of it, um, actually I can think of an example would be the horses, you know, just instead of just getting on and riding off my feel and my, what I want, I'll try to like be like, well, I'm just going to use Blaine as an example because we ride, that's who I ride the most with. I'll try and be like Blaine and it just doesn't work for me sometimes. So just be, follow your intuition, follow your gut. Um, number two, God is real. Um, I'm not going to sit here and preach to you guys this whole time, but obviously he is a huge, my faith is a huge part of who I am and my life. And so that's going to be sprinkled in here. And the reason why I included this one is because that's something that I've grappled with. And I think a lot of people grapple with. And this last year just was kind of like, the icing on the cake final level of my confirmation that he is real um you can go back and listen to like some other stuff and uh like my psalms whatever one i can't remember the actual verse but like that one i don't know i'm not gonna dwell too on that but i'm just too long on that but i'm just gonna tell you i included that because it's just one of those things that's undeniable for me now um one of those on uh, like one of those unanswered questions most of my life has just truly been confirmed re recently in the last year or two um number three when I said that some of these are like common sense <laughs> and you're gonna be like yeah bitch <laughs> I'm just sorry um life is not fair that is something I feel like we've heard forever life is not fair and like I said maybe I was just one of those kids that thought I knew better than everybody else I don't know but I used to just kind of think like, well, sure, bad things happen, but then bad things will happen and then good things will start happening. No, wrong. Not always. Like bad things can happen back to back to back to back to back to back. And I just kind of realized like life's just not fair. And so, and I used to, I never thought that it was, I guess. I just thought, I just thought that that ebb and flow like that highs and lows and like good things and bad thing ebb and flow was a lot more good things and a lot less bad things I guess if that makes sense but I'm learning that it's just flat out not fair and there's no pattern and there's long droughts of of unfairness and bad things and um I've just like embraced that and that's it's made the days go a little bit smoother when I stopped fighting that. It's just not fair. It just isn't. And sometimes nothing has to make sense. Um, number four. This is kind of stupid, but it, I think it's really true. Nobody really cares. I don't know. I don't know where I'm coming from with this one when I wrote that down. I didn't put any context with it. But I, I the reason why I'm saying this is because or the reason why I think I wrote this down, and I know I wrote this down for a reason, but I don't know what I was thinking at the time, but the reason why I kind of live, I don't want to say I live by this, but, um, I, I kind of, it's always close to my chest, like, I always have this, like, nobody really freaking cares, because I feel like, I feel like we've all been kind of made, like, people care, and, like, people are there for you, and, like, they are, they are. You have a select team in your corner to be there for you, right? But, like, walking down the street, just, 
I've just been way too open and like thinking people like actually care but at the end of the day like people care about themselves especially in this society because everybody's really selfish we're all really selfish um not everybody like I don't know take that one how you guys want it I I'm not quite sure where I'm going with that but like just nobody really cares I don't know like you had a bad day that's great the the person next to you had a bad day too you know they've got their own stuff going on so um I don't think we can let this scare us and not be vulnerable and not be caring people to others and um stuff like that but just kind of like at the end of the day type of thing people are worried about themselves I think is where I'm going with that sorry that one took way too much of our time and it shouldn't have um number five everybody's doing their best I mean they really are and if they're not doing their best they're doing what they can or they're doing what they want to do and where this one is coming from is I kind of always used to like if I'm gonna use my family for an example like my brother and sister or like my mom and I'm just like why you know like why do you do things this way like why is this how you live why whatever and I wasn't judging them I was just like there's better ways you know like <laughs> I don't know how to explain it and I've just finally realized like everybody in history was probably doing their best doing all they knew how to do all that they could or at the very least they were doing what they wanted to you know like it if their life's kind of chaotic they're probably doing their best and at the very least that's the way they like it because they're not trying to change so yep that's what that one is um number six I learned this recently but there is a difference between joy and happiness and it's like a major difference and joy is something that can exist like steadfast just like always no matter what so like I can be joyful in the world or you know that meme where the little like dog thing is sitting there and the like there's fire all around him and he's like this is fine okay that's like joy like <laughs> you can be joyful you can be that little dog that's like this is fine and and be joyful and like the room's on fire your life's on fire but happiness to me is more like this is making me happy right now. Like, I'm happy that I'm sitting here recording a podcast and not, um, I don't know, it's just something, it's something that comes and goes and something that, something that is a, a variable, I guess, right? It's not constant. Like, joy is a constant and happiness is a variable. It depends on other things. So, that's where I was going with that one. Number seven. You guys are going to laugh. You're going to be like, this girl's a hypocrite. I wrote down, listen more, talk less. So, I do talk a lot. That's why I have a podcast, right? I like to talk. Um, but, would you believe it that I don't talk as much as I used to? Like, I used to be someone who would, like, interrupt people because I just couldn't wait to say what I had to say. Part of that was ADHD. But, um, I seriously... I, um, listen a lot more and talk a lot less. Like, I, and that's a part of growing up. I, all of these are a part of growing up. Don't get me wrong. But I will sit there and just be able to listen to someone talk. And instead of talking about myself or wanting to, like, 
you know, whatever. I can just sit there and listen to them and let it be about them or whatever it may be and just stop, just stop talking. I don't know how to explain it, but, um, just listen more and talk less and, um, yeah, it's just interesting. Number eight, I wrote down grace before criticism. I wrote that down because I used to be a very critical person. I mean, I still am. I mean, I think a lot of people are, but I have learned to just give love and grace before criticism. And that's something that stemmed from this last year, just kind of like, I've always known that I'm like extremely, extremely flawed. Like I've always thought I was a really bad person. I don't know how to explain it. But, um, sorry guys, the vet's office called and every time someone calls, it just automatically stops the recording. I don't know if you guys could hear or not. Um, but anyways, where I left off, grace before criticism, I'm a very critical person. That's something that I just naturally kind of battle with, um, that criticism and negativity. And I'm equally as critical on, well, I say equally, but like my counterparts, <laughs> a lot of people have told me that I'm more critical I'm like so critical of myself so it's not like I'm a hater like I'm not hating on people it all stems from this good place but like kind of going back to where I said everyone's doing their best or whatever I used to just be like why can't you know like let me let me help you do better like let like why do you do it that way or whatever and not everybody it's mostly like a family issue but anyways I just grace before criticism like I just don't question other people anymore and if they want and need me I'm here for them I'm always here for them but like I just don't have that criticism anymore like I understand you're doing your best I understand you're doing what you want at least like and um yeah just grace before anything type of thing I don't know I don't know you guys are gonna think I'm a psycho but this is just how it is um uh, number nine was things happen for a reason. We went over that in the beginning. Number 10, life's short. <laughs> Once again, you're like, no shit, Sherlock. Like one of those things that we've been told our whole lives, but the older you get, the more it just clicks. Like it is extremely short, you know? So, yep. Number 11, I kind of always knew this. Like I always just kind of like how I always knew that life wasn't fair because I had the short end of the stick a lot and that's fine but I was just like I had like extreme faith that like oh well it will change but like number like life's not fair this one is number 11 nobody owes you anything and I always knew that like because I had never been like given anything really com compared to the rest compared to the rest um and so I was just like, no one owes me crap. Like I got to get it on my own. No one owes me anything. But once again, as I got, as I've gotten older, that's just even more, um, clear to me. Like no one owes you anything. Number 12, money, material, money and material things will always leave you wanting more. Boy, is that not true? I kind of went through this little revelation of that kind of earlier this spring because I just like want to buy something and it made me happy and I just like I remember telling a friend I remember being like I just want to get to the point in life where I'm happy on my own and I don't have to purchase <laughs> things like I don't always need something because it was just like 
feel like I constantly was like, I need this or I need that. And it's like, no, you're fine. You have everything you need. You're happy. And that is kind of where that joy comes in from. It, you know, that joy uh, deal that I was talking about earlier. Joy is different. Um, now that I have that, I feel so satisfied. And I'm not constantly reaching out of desperation to fill voids and wanting other things. Sure, am I like wanting other stuff like yeah we are american capitalist consumerist and we love to buy things but what i mean is i don't have this like i have to have that i have to have that to get you know type of feeling like i'm just completely content um number 14 take the road less traveled uh once again one of those things that you always hear but it just makes more sense the older I get. The road less traveled is truly a smoother path. <laughs> um, so, number 15, pride ruins everything. I just, I look back on my life and the times where I was prideful and whatever. I just feel like pride's kind of like the root of all evil, nasty things in our soul sometimes. Um, a lot of things stem from that to me. Um, pride uh selfishness stems from there um judgment i don't know just all the things that like we don't want to be or at least i don't want to be kind of comes from pride i know i've read that i don't remember if it was like from the bible or i feel like it was just like someone wrote this that pride's like the one thing that can separate us from god he hates it but it really does just ruin everything. I feel like a lot of fights, a lot of marriages, a lot of relationships get destroyed because of pride. Because no one's willing to set their pride aside these days. And that's something that I have really just thrown out the window. And my life is 110% better because of that. I mean, of course, there's a line. We need to be proud of ourselves. Um, but humble. You can walk that. You can walk that pride and humility tightrope um and I just yeah we need to be, we should be proud we should do things that we're proud of but in a different sense I'm talking about the pride that's like I don't ever want to be wrong pride and that kind of thing um number 16 I have been saying this for a long time and I don't know why but this has been with me for a long time Oh, sorry. My dog's coming down here with me. Um, hold on, guys. I'm gonna have to pause real quick. Okay, guys. I'm so sorry. I am not sure where I left off, but I know that we were on number 16. Nothing is ever as it seems. <sighs> I think my first um, realization of this was I grew up in a small town and... I always thought that my family was crap. I'm just going to be honest. I thought that we were so awful and blah, blah, blah. Because we had all these other families in the town that just seemed like such great people. Like, everything was just so perfect, so great. And then when you went behind closed doors with them or you went and hung out, like, you realized it was just not. I mean, it was the total opposite of what everybody thought. And so... You know, and I feel like my family, and this could have been just my self-consciousness. I've always been a very self-conscious uh, person. I feel like people always look down on me, always look down on the family I came from. We weren't good enough. We weren't like them. And at the end of the day, if you went behind closed doors, we were freaking peachy keen compared to y'all. 
so that was my first realization of that um nothing is ever as it seems and as I got older that just became more and more true and I don't think it's always true of course I think there are real genuine people that um really are who they portray that they are but whatever and um but then I think there's you know those really great relationships you see where you just think they've got it all figured out and you want to be just like them and then they go home and there's cheating there's lying there's horrible nasty things going on and I'm I'm not saying I'm not saying any of this that I've listed off to be mean or hateful or judgmental towards anybody but I'm just telling you nothing's ever as it seems that's kind of just always been my my mantra um it kind of goes to that whole like I, I don't know have you guys ever heard the quote don't ever meet your heroes or whatever because you'll meet them and they'll just let you down because it's not who you thought they were so anyways leaving that one behind moving on to number 17 kind of ties into this everything that is a blessing is a curse everything that is a curse is a blessing so I think this to be true and I'm not gonna go into like examples I'm just gonna leave it at that um yeah I could tell my story but I'm not going to <laughs> I'm not there yet number 18 when someone says or okay this was recent I recently realized this so Number 18 says, when when someone acknowledges God, they mean it. Um, so, once again, I guess I was naive, and not everyone thinks the way I do, of course. So, But I used to think that, like, when someone was like, I want to thank God, and, like, when they acknowledged God and they were all that, I used to think, like, a lot of that was a front. I'm like, I don't know. I just, I just really used to. And now that I've really put myself out there and put my faith out there and I talk about my faith, I acknowledge my faith, I post about it on Facebook, I'm not a saint, but I'm just saying, now that I do that, I realize that that's really sticking your neck out. Like, that puts a target on your back and I get it now. So, when we were watching the NFR and everybody who won would go up and be like i want to thank god and like i used to just be like yeah like people just say that it's just like a customary thing to say but now i get it if you're saying that i truly think that you probably really mean it that you really are giving glory to god when you say that so anyways moving on to number 19. <sighs> our brains like to make up issues <laughs> so that kind of goes to to what we started off with earlier and uh, when I was talking about like you know when you're depressed and your like mental health isn't so well that everything's just kind of off well that's true I think but also even when you're healthy I don't know even when you're healthy and everything's great I think our like self-consciousness and all the things that we're exposed to on social media I think is just a big Thing to blame for a lot of issues but I think we're just like super self-conscious and my brain just I, I think I just say that because like I just feel like there's a lot of like unnecessary issues that like our minds just like to make up and like whisper to us and you're either the type of person like me where I like get that pops into my brain and I have to address it because I'm just like one of those people like hard on my sleeve type so let's say it's like self-consciousness in my I'm gonna use I'm gonna throw Dalton under the bus. Let's say it's like my relationship and I feel like 
I'm being I don't know and so like I have to address it and maybe that means I pick a fight with him in the past that's happened and just to like I don't know our brains make up issues I don't know where I'm going with that but or maybe you're the type that you know I have a friend my best friend Emily she, I feel like she can hold everything in like she is like a lockbox like she can just like hold it all in and I can't like I, I cannot but anyways I feel like there's just two different people so like uh, yeah, I just think our brains can just like make up unnecessary issues that just aren't true And I think a lot of that is the outside influence and stuff like that Listening to other people too much, maybe uh, Moving on number 20 this goes hand in hand with take the road less traveled but you know if society's kind of going one way you probably want to go another and I say that lightly like a lot of these none of these are set in stone obviously guys, but it's just kind of one of those things, you know, don't buy what they're selling type of thing. I just, I think, I think trends are, are a natural good thing, but they can only go so far. I'm one of those people that always falls for trends and such. And I recently started doing something new and someone, and I was, you know, it is a trend and it's becoming trendy, but it, it, I think you just need to ask yourself, like, is following this trend producing something better for me and better for my health? Then sure, do it. If following this trend is about um, vanity and I don't know what the word is, other bad things, like other things that are just kind of fruitless, like frivolous, then probably don't follow that trend. So yeah, number 20, if society is going one way, you probably want to go another number 20 was the be careful of influence that i had wrote down that we went over earlier number 22 uh being honest with yourself is the first step of finding who you are um that one's probably like would take me so long to unpack i'd have to sit here and uh kind of chew on that for a while so i'm not going to go too far into it but i will just say i currently right now have i'm i still don't have everything figured out i still have a lot of crappy things in my life i'm still not where i want to be but i am more happy than i've ever been i am more myself than i've ever been i'm closer to who i've always wanted to be than where i've ever been and when i say who i wanted to be i'm not talking about who i wanted to be like what kind of car i drive or what kind of job i have i mean like as a human being and how i treat other people and how I view the world and how I handle things. I'm more of that person that I've always wanted to be than I have ever been. And that started with just uh, reconciling so many things inside myself and being honest with myself was the hardest person to be honest with. If I could admit things to myself, then I could have conversations and speak them out loud and admit them to other people. And I just feel like windows started breaking and doors started opening for me when I started to just be completely honest with myself. I just feel so much better than I ever have. Um, so moving on from there, number 23, I wrote down things take a long time. <laughs> and the context behind that is I always believed, of course, that things did take a long time. Like, uh, you know, but a long time, I was thinking like a couple years. And the older I'm getting, the more I'm realizing, no, sometimes things take like a decade or two. And the reason why I wrote this down was because at the beginning 
of the month what is the beginning of the month but like you know the first couple weeks of the month um my husband and i he so my husband pours fishing bait so we've got this room set up in the basement and we come down here and we pour these fishing baits together and we sell them it's called pro tough baits look them up on facebook if you're a fisherman or if you have a husband and you want to order some baits so anyways we sit down here and we have a tv and it's like a cold weather thing that we do we only do it in the winter time it's he works construction so when he's off work we come down here we turn on the tv and we pour fishing baits well we have been watching all of these country music documentaries so first one we watched was about alan jackson so in my mind alan jackson right he's like cream of the crop great voice you would hear him and you would know he was talented y'all he was in nashville for a decade getting turned down before he got on the radio a decade right and so i just kind of had a light bulb moment because i've always been like well duh things take a couple years things take time like good things take but a decade it was just one of those moments like how did he not give up how did he still believe in how did he keep going a decade so anyways then we went on and we watched the garth brooks one on netflix and the same thing for him it was like a decade that he worked at that to become who he is and once again garth brooks is the number one selling artist of all time according to that thing and you just like you hear him sing and you're like how did that take that long like i guess i guess to me in my mind i thought that those things just like came easy you know what i'm saying like especially people who are just like talented like a vo like a very talented voice like i just thought everything came easy to them so just food for thought i mean my mind was kind of blown because i'm like i had a light bulb moment and i was like oh no things take like decades sometimes like still so that kind of gave me hope and I just think it's something to think about um don't give up I mean look at how look at how like screaming apparent those two people's talents are the singing you know and then like with us with our horses we like we we that's not like screaming apparent you know that you're like just so talented so just I don't know Look at how long it take, took them, and their talent is just so obvious. So, don't give up, I guess, is kind of where I'm going to leave that one. Number 24. Let's see. Okay. Number 24 is probably my favorite because... Well, not my favorite, but this is so true. This is something that I recently just came upon. This was, like, my one of my biggest, like, takeaways from 2020. Helping others, blessing others... And things being about other people is more important than yourself. So, tread lightly. I still do things for myself. Like, every day, I journal and reflect and I do my Bible study. That is self-care for me. Because that is something that I desire so much to do. That gives me so much peace. That is my self-care. Um, I still take care of myself. You know, I still have self-care. You have to take care of yourself to be able to go and do this for other people. But what I'm saying in this, number 24, blessing others and helping others is more important than yourself. I just, I just, it just is. Um, I don't know. I don't know what I'm trying to say. I just, things aren't about me anymore. I would rather, I would rather see things and, I would rather help other people than help myself anymore 
and I still do a lot for myself and you can still do a lot for yourself. That doesn't mean you're a doormat and all you do is go to the soup kitchen and just take care of other people. I'm talking about in your little tiny daily interactions, like just like small conversations with people. Maybe it's you don't sit there and talk about yourself you know, with the person you bump into that you haven't seen in a long time. Maybe you talk about them. Maybe you ask them how they are. Just that kind of stuff. Like, those little tiny things. Um, that's just kind of where I'm gonna leave that one. So, anyways, guys, I hope that you enjoyed those. <laughs> I know I had to stop and I was kind of choppy and stuff, but I hope you enjoyed that, um, you know, get to know me a little bit better by through those things. I just want to end on a note that makes some things kind of clear. You know, I set out to do this this podcast. It's it's not it, it's not about me. I just I, we're all on this journey and I just think if we all shared our journey with one another, how much we could help each other. So, take what resonates with you, leave what you don't. And I've always been the kind of person in the past, and this might kind of help you understand me a little bit better and where I'm coming from with some of these things that I listed off before, but I've always been one of those people that had a desire to be better, you know, as kind of that person who always was like looking at the self-help type of influencer and like the motivational influencers and motivational speakers and books and blah, blah, blah. And those are all great tools and great assets, but I used to be kind of anal to where I took it all so extreme. And another point, this would make point number 25, but I've just kind of realized that a little, dedi not dedication, a little, um, what's the word I'm looking for? A little discipline is what I'm, what I'm the word I'm going for. Casa, what are you doing? Sorry. A little dedication goes a long way. And the reason I'm saying that is because, like I said, I, I always reached for those self-help influencers, self-help books type of thing, kind of gravitated towards that stuff. When you get into those and you re you start in that, it's just so hardcore. Every day, every day you got to do this. You got to be so disciplined every day, every day. Do this, do this every single day. You're, you got to be so dedicated. Don't, you know, whatever. They're just so hardcore. And I think there's a place for that. But I'm going to tell you right now... That's like a lot of pressure and honestly just like the smallest amounts of dedication every day gets you so much further than that hardcore discipline whatever. I don't know how to explain it. Just a little bit of discipline every single day just adds up to be a mountain and um, I think that's with anything. You know whether it's discipline when you start to like fall into a bad mood maybe maybe you start changing that what do you how do you react when things piss you off how do you react when you get into a bad mood like that kind of little discipline every day will get you far instead of doing your old habits if you're anything like I am and like freaking out and like letting it ruin your day like take something and be positive go pray journal um just get over it let it go that kind of discipline gets you just so far like I just we can't all walk around shooting rainbows out of our ass all day and I just when you when you follow these influencers and you follow these self-help people I just feel like they just make it that way and I've just learned that a little bit of discipline with anything gets you way further than 
like just being so hardcore about it I don't know so I'm gonna end on that note thank you guys for listening I hope you enjoyed let me know if any of this resonated with you so that I know I'm not wasting my time and looking like a crazy person out here putting all this like I said guys I'm not trying to be an influencer I'm just trying to share my journey you know if this can help one person out there then it's well worth it Thank y'all. I hope you're staying warm because we got some cold weather heading our way, especially for those of you in the Midwest. I hope you guys got a chance to get out, um, enjoy some sunshine earlier this week. It was real nice and 50 degrees and then we're going to have a blizzard tomorrow. So yay us. School starts back up for me next week, so I'll probably be a little absent. Uh, probably done for January for now, but we'll look into getting some guests on for February. Thank y'all. I hope you guys have a great rest of January and we'll talk to you later. Hey y'all, one more thing. Make sure to go check out Three Horse Ranch Wild Rags. Uh, shout out to Heather Fenton. I got my wild rags yesterday and I'm pretty obsessed. I'm pretty sure they have magic in them that make you a better rider. Because not a foot fell where I didn't want it to yesterday and I felt so accomplished. And the only thing that changed was the wild rag. So it has to be it. So look her up. They're super cute, super great patterns. I even left it at her own discretion. I, I picked out two solid colors and then I said, send me a pattern, just surprise me. And oh, it is the perfect pattern for me. Thank you so much, Heather. Look her up, guys. Three Horse Ranch Wild Rags. Bye-bye.